You're listening to episode number 223 of the 360 Vegas podcast. Check out the blog at 360vegaspodcast.com or send us an email at 360vegaspodcast.360 vegaspodcast at gmail.com. You can support the show financially when you shop at Amazon and Caesars Entertainment. Simply go to the blog, click on the corresponding banner, and go about your shopping. It's that easy to give us money without giving us money. Or you can just give us money by donating via PayPal. A link to that is also available at 360vegaspodcast.com. Warning! The hosts enjoy doing the show, and as a result, they laugh a lot. <laughs> if you don't like that, don't listen. We don't care. Day after tomorrow, gentlemen, we'll be in Las Vegas. Welcome to Vegas. Las Vegas functions on a 24-hour-a-day schedule. The pool's the casino. Big volcano out in front. That's the Eiffel Tower. Bellagio. Riviera. The Mirage. Flamingo. Sahara. The MGM Grand. This isn't the real Caesars Palace, is it? On a gamble. They always put the machines that pay off the most right in the front. Good luck. The Strip is just the most amazing stretch of road, I think, probably anywhere in the world. Kicking ass in Vegas. Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. Welcome to Las Vegas. That got fabulous. You know? <laughs> I love how Gail showed up for the podcast. You know what? That was actually the inspiration that was in my head. I I do appreciate you two on on levels. I don't know if I've ever properly expressed where like Tony will do it with because you looked up at me all of a sudden like what the hell well, was that? T- between us doing the warning that that everybody has made an effort to to bring some some uh, uh, some color to it every every time they do it. But even Tony will take something as simple like or you can just give it and he'll change it up all the time. I'm like. What fucking pros I'm working with here, man? They're like going, we're not going to just regurgitate the same shit every time. I know it's, we're saying the same stuff. It's the thespians in us. We want to try to like explore it. the character to see what different range we can take it to. I am big, big fans of your <laughs> your thespian uh, skewing. That's- yeah, I don't know. It didn't really go the way that I wanted. <laughs> I was, uh, yeah, I didn't fully think it out. I was like, oh, quick lesbian joke. Uh, no, that wasn't one. Right, that, was, exactly. that was a terrible uh- one. Karen, I'll be a thespian with you any day. That's way better. That's way better. My favorite, one of my most favorite episodes of South Park was like a season two, probably, where the the kids had a permanent substitute for their class for that year, and she was a lesbian. And so, but she was like super hot. And so they'd have these random scenes where, for example... They would cut to Cartman, and he's holding like an empty cardboard box in his hand. And he's like chewing on it. He's like kind of gnawing on it. Oh right! And they're, they're talking like, about munching, munching box, and and um oh, and oh, what the hell was the other one? Uh, uh, Kyle was licking the carpet. Licking carpet. That's right. That's what it was. <laughs> they were all trying to become lesbians, and they couldn't figure out how to do it because they didn't get it. They didn't right. understand. They're like they 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 told their mom that they thought that their substitute teacher was hot. Right. And in uh, uh, what you're supposed to deduce from this conversation that they'd had is that their parents said something completely derogatory, yeah. like, well, you better learn to 
munch box or you right. better like to start licking carpet. Right. And so they walk, so they cut to this scene carpet and they hear these kids, you know, licking carpet the carpet. And like, well, mom said I'm supposed to like to lick carpet if I want to go out with, you know, Miss Frucci or whatever. So. Nice. I can't come up with a better intro than carpet munching. Well, then. Here we go. Let's start the show. He's Mark. She's Karen. I'm Tony. And as always, we start with Random Vegas. Vegas has nonstop service to 150 markets in 13 countries by 29 airlines. We got that from at LBCVA. Guess guess what one of the, the cities is not. Well, they do have their little frontier. Oh, one, shit. But that's other, right, yeah. All right. Well, no, See, mi- I thought I was going to be funny there. I know. Just, we miss you, direct flights. Frequent, I, I, frequent and often direct flights. Guys, sincerely, as much of a nervous flyer as I am, and, and maybe you guys aren't, and so that, that somewhat takes the sting out of it, but I couldn't imagine having to fly from Memphis to Vegas with a connection in between. I love that I can go straight to Detroit Metro, get on an airplane, and four hours later, it's landing me at McCarran. I uh, we're not nervous flyers. We just get fucking annoyed. Be like, oh, we should be there already. This is fucking ridiculous. Oh, yeah. I can handle what? a four-hour flight. I can't. Uh, six and seven get to be excessive. Yeah, and I, I mean, I'm definitely. What not kind a of layover flyer. times do you guys have? An hour, hour and a half. Yeah, two. we usually it usually ends up being about an hour or so. And I'm definitely not a nervous flyer. I mean, the other week I was on yeah, we've, eight different. Did we? Talk? I don't know. I don't think. I so. was on eight different planes in five days, so. You know, I, I'm I'm definitely not a nervous flyer with it, but it's just annoying. Like you want to get there, you want to. Yeah, it's not. And then, as and then bad. honestly, then you want to get home. It, That's the other yeah, thing. it's not as bad going there. It's still bad, but it's not as bad going home. It's a fucking nightmare. Well, and plus you lose. We lose two hours, so. And you're usually hungover as shit, right. like going just fucking let this be over. Exactly. Oh, I hate it. Well, fine. Tell me about this week's Twit Pick of the Week. Well, fine, I'll do that. (laughs) It's a common sight in major cities. Densely populated areas with a vast array of diverse buildings reaching to the sky, showcasing multiple architectural styles, the definition of picturesque. But only Las Vegas can pull off what some could consider a large collection of clashing styles and make them beautiful and harmonious. It's said that a picture says a thousand words, But in some rare cases, like the one at LVCBA shared this week, they can also leave you speechless. Karen, have you had an opportunity to check out the picture yet? I have. It's very colorful. Well, and that's kind (laughs) of where my, right? That's kind of where my comment is going. It is a gorgeous picture. The, The skyline and we've talked about this on the podcast before there, the skyline of Vegas is truly, um, well, memorable. Jesus Christ. The bourbon is totally <laughs> wiping away my somebody, vocabulary. Somebody started early. That was, that was far less than grand. <laughs> by, by the end of the podcast, everything's going to be monosyllabic. It's, he's, he's like, it's, it's by, it's very, what, What's the word when you remember nice. what it was? I can't remember what the word is yeah. when you can't purdy. forget something. It's, <laughs> Vegas has a purdy mouth. Right. <laughs> what I love uh, of the many things that I love about this picture is anybody who, who loves the city so much has made that foolish trek where you start to walk and you're like, it's just right there. It's just right there. Yeah. And it's four miles away. <laughs> but 
if you're oh yeah no this photo makes it look like it's all oh, right on top right of on each top other. of each yeah. other and they kind of are but you have that deceptive diff distance like going yeah let's just walk down to the barrage like yeah we're at the Luxor but like, yeah but it's just right there no mm -hmm. it's not it's not <laughs> I love it I love it because I'm talking to people who love Vegas as much as I do and have fallen for that and even though we, I mean we've talked about it on this podcast at nauseum but. I think a great case in point is Treasure Island. Those windows, it makes it look like those are the individual floors, but yeah. in reality, it's two floors per window. And right, so that right. they do that to make it seem closer than it is. As as a newbie and, a, and the guy whose eyes were always saucers when he looks at the the <laughs> aura that is the strip, I'd be like, we can do this, we can do this. And then all of a sudden you're like, fuck, I can't do this anymore. I know, especially... This is, <laughs> Especially, so tired. especially if you have newbies with you and they think like, well, this guy's a pro and you're like, you start walking, they're like, fucking idiot. We've been walking for half an hour. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, maybe we should get, get a cab, guys. to Caesar's Palace. That's <laughs> right. All right. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, as always, we will link this uh, photo to our blog and feature it on all of our social media outlets, such as Flickr, Pinterest, Facebook, Google Plus, and Twitter. Let's get into the news. So we're moving into the news kind of quickly at my behest because I'm so excited to get to talk about this very first bullet point. Mark, we have some major 360 Vegas Vacation 4 it's, news. It's huge. It's going to be huge. <laughs> this is going to be the best 360 Vegas vacation ever. This, we <laughs> believe me. Believe me. 360 Vegas vacation. Great again. <laughs> <laughs> They've sucked up to this point. Let's make them great again. So, one of the pitfalls of trying to organize different and unique experiences with various properties for each 360 Vegas vacation is dealing with just how common turnover is in the industry. You may find a contact at a property that you develop a relationship with that really gets what you're trying to do and wants to be a part of it for multiple reasons. Then they move on to other opportunities or there's a regime change at the property and you find the effort involved in simply confirming previously made plans become more of a hassle than it's worth. As soon as you start to feel that you want to have events at that property more than they want you to be there, it's time to move on. And so it has happened again. Our friend and contact at Luxor, the name omitted here upon request, has moved on to opportunities and so it appears that our events have become so unimportant to those running things at Luxor now that they don't even warrant a reply to emails. So we are completely scrapping all of our day one plans and going back to what so many of you were disappointed to see go when we announced our plans for 360 Vegas Vacation 4. So in other words, forget everything we were talking about before. <laughs> The earliest confirmation in Vegas vacation history didn't come to shit. <laughs> didn't really mean anything. Yeah, I was wondering Listen, when you went so I, early with all that. But. Well, I, I should have known better, but, uh, you know. Super excited. Well, yeah. And it was, yeah. There There's also no reason to know at that time, and he didn't even know at that time, that anything right. could have possibly happened like this. But... You know, so is life. Well, and, and I think, and I'm, t I'm sorry, Tony, I know you had a comment in there, but I think what it really speaks to is what an awesome person we got to know 
yes. that yes. he was able to make all of this happen and that now that you know he got another opportunity for himself which is awesome and now you know Luxor's back to yeah who yeah so yeah yeah uh so what we are going to do now day one it's going to include a visit to Fremont Street again, complete with a super stretch limo ride around the strip before ending up at Fremont. We're gonna make it really casual. We're gonna meet up at Secret Pizza at Cosmopolitan at about four o'clock, just have a meet and greet, have some pregame food. It's not gonna be anything official where we're sitting down. Basically, if you haven't been there, they just have a giant lounge area. People go in, get whatever, whatever pizza you want. We'll hang out, we'll bullshit. Come six o'clock, we are heading down to their pork ashore, and we're going to hop on a uh, super stretch limo to Cosmopolitan. One. Can I, can well, I hold on. Uh, and only if you've read further. I, I have read further. Okay, the then yes, that you I'm can. I'm about to interject is outside of what you've got further. Yes. I am obviously showing my ignorance for Secret Pizza because I've been there a whopping one time. Yeah. Four o'clock is our meetup. Right. 6 p.m. is the limo. Yeah. That is two terrible hours of sobriety. I don't I don't understand how you somehow think sobriety was involved. There are drinks everywhere. Well, but it isn't up so I, I can kind of see Tony's point. So you can get beers and stuff at Secret Pizza. There isn't per se a bar right there. Okay, well then fair enough. We make a worst case scenario, we arrive with drinks have something to eat we make a drink run for everybody and ah, then there you go about and isn't the chandelier bar right it's there? just one floor down yeah so worst case scenario we have to make a run you know because we don't want to lose you know we don't want to lose people people are like oh we just showed up where the hell is everybody like oh we made, we went down to the bar so i mean yeah we'll, we'll hang out there for a little while you know, basically basically the idea is for the first hour it's like hey everybody get here and then for another hour we hang out and have fun you know and, and bullshit so yeah odds are that's just going to gravitate itself down towards another well and bar. part of it too is initially we were going to just go to a bar before going downtown but we were thinking about it as like we know we need some kind of food and yeah. what better food to to set a good base to soak up the rest of the alcohol that's coming for the rest of the night than secret pizza. I yeah, mean, it just doesn't get any better. Yeah, I I, I completely agree. I completely. Wait a minute. What else? I mean, there's bar, there's restaurants all around there. There's they are. There's restaurants, but there's not. It's not like it's a, a walk up bar. Like you could Whole go Seeds into. is on the second floor, isn't it? It's not on the third. Right. It's, yeah. Okay. So you you can go into like. I think oh, but shit! On the second floor, they have that entire little. Uh, or they did. I don't know if it's still there anymore. Remember, they had that convenient store area. They did. That also had the wine bar in it. And it's right by uh, Chandelier. So, yeah, you. regardless, we're, we're, we're not changing where we're going to go. Once we think everybody's there, then we might tweet out, like, hey, if you're not here yet, we're heading down to Chandelier. Right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Cool. That's. I just, There's no way I'm going to let people sober up, Tony. <laughs> Thank you. I thought you were a newbie all of a sudden. <laughs> like, this was Vegas Vacation 1 or something. Right. <laughs> All right, so back to the plan. 6 p.m., we are taking the limo to Fremont from the Cosmopolitan Pork Shore. After a trip around the Strip, they will drop us off on Fremont Street, where we will grab some drinks at an outdoor bar in the middle of the experience and strategize what property or properties that we want to crash. Now, we do have properties that are more than willing to host us on Fremont, but we thought, in the spirit of this whole thing with Luxor falling apart and whatnot, and the fact that I don't want to discuss this with anybody further, that going rogue was the best <laughs> thing for us. And we and we did it at Vegas Vacation 1, and it worked out quite well for us. That was a bit impromptu, but we still had a ton of fun. So yes. 
RSVP for the limo. Well, if you've already RSVP'd, you've got a spot if you want it. You'll be receiving a message soon asking you if you intend to join us for the limo experience. Doesn't matter if you want to or not, just confirm and let us know. We're not going to get irritated if you're like, you fucking come for everything, but you're not coming for the limo. We're, we're not, we're not going to care. <laughs> and, and that's the voice we will use. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, when we meet up with you later, like, what the fuck were you in the limo? So, no, no, all, all we need you to do is just confirm whether you're going to be there for the limo. I need to get accurate counts because... There's a, there's a good reason as to why. Yeah, I think someone alluded to it, but uh, as has been common, and we're very humbled by it, each year, Vegas Vacation has grown further than any year that it, that it ever has. So, we have already received in confirmations more than we've had in the past, and more than a single limo can accommodate. Right. A single super stretch limo can accommodate. So we're probably going to be getting two of them. Yeah. So that's we, right. So we yeah, need, baby. <laughs> <laughs> so we need to get accurate counts so we know the size of the limos that we need. We we it, we. They do have buses, but they're literally like buses. And I'm right. like, if we don't have a stripper pole in the middle, there's no point. Well, Tony won't get on that one. So yeah. So. And, and for the record, so then this brought up the whole question about, well, so hold on a second. So who is going on what bus? We, we're still working fair. out the, the details yes. on I call up. dibs. Whatever bus I'm on, I want Christina on with me. I don't care. We're, we're not getting into this <laughs> at this time. Yeah, you will. There will be We'll equal, divide and conquer. Yes, yes. There, there will be. You, I assure you, your, your limo experience, while it will be unique, it will also be memorable. That, it would be that interesting can, if, if we... So... Obviously, we have a lot of folks that are involved in the show, but I, I'm, I'll, I'll think of, and this is going to sound weird to say the big four, but... The big between, four. <laughs> well, it is. I mean, between you and Tony and I and Alistair, I mean, we're... Well, hosts. All hosts right. of the show. So, you know, we'll figure out how to split that up. What would be interesting is if... So, let's just say, for the sake of argument, that it's, you know, you and Alistair on one and Tony and I on another. And we let people pick which bus they want to come go on. It'll be really funny to see which bus fill, fills up first. Oh, it becomes a, postul- a popularity <laughs> yeah. contest. Yeah, and, and, Mark is looking at me so pissed off. Yeah, right and now. then this beca- no, because it's it's uh, it, listen, it's crystal clear where they're all lining up to go. I just don't <laughs> want some shitty hurt feelings over this, right. like going, why is it just us? Like on our, we couldn't move on ours. It was annoying. Whoever came up with that idea was fucking <laughs> stupid. It's because they all followed Christina onto whichever bus she got on. <laughs> Pretty much. That is exactly where I was yep. going with it. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> they don't care about us. They want to hang out with right. Christina. No, we will. We will assign you based upon the um, the number of people. And, and if I may chime in here real quick, which is just simply to say, the number of people that have RSVP'd, and it's not just like. You know, and I'm making this up on the fly. Charlie Smith won. Jane Doe won. Mark Wilson won. I mean, this is people that are signing up with two and three and four guests. So right. people are showing up. We're, we will not divide you up. If, if if you signed up and you said, I'm bringing three people with me, we'll keep you together as as a group. But I mean, the number of people that, right. that when Mark said, we're going to need two, yeah. potentially two stretch party limos, I mean, yeah, almost had to pick my jaw up off from the ground because <laughs> that was so wild and flattering and surprising. And I just think to myself, 
Why? You idiots are. They're signing up to come up. To come up with I like the idea. We've mused before that the way that we traverse in Vegas vacations is, is a lot of times it is a group of us walking up and down the strip and we've had 20 and 30 people I'm like can you imagine in a few more years when we have 80 100 people can you imagine when we roll up at Fremont Street with five six stretch limos <laughs> coming up who the fuck are these people I'm like yeah it's us it's it's, right. it's an insane yeah the whole thing is just insane and again we understand one of the things that I love that I think Vegas Vacation 3 turned into a little bit more is People would show up for different events. They didn't have to come and do everything. It was Although, totally you know what's funny? The most popular complaint I heard is from every person that didn't go to every event. Like, fuck, I, I missed that. Miss you guys did this? Oh, man. Well, and I do want to say that I, I honestly don't think the entire draw is us. I, I oh, know God, that no. for a fact. I know that no, for a fact. What, what I love is that people that have met, like listeners of the show that have met each other at the meetups. Oh, yeah are super close friends and i am just i think that's the coolest thing i mean there if you haven't been to one um you're gonna find somebody that you have something in common with you're gonna find one of the happiest groups of assholes you're ever gonna see anyways <laughs> else that are, are awesome. open and warm and welcoming to everybody and yeah i think you'll be amazed because i know we've met some of the best friends that we've ever had in our lives oh, of our lives yeah yeah yeah. And, and it just, we keep adding more to it, and it's so awesome. Yeah. So I'm super excited, uh, you know, that it keeps growing. It just, it's humbling, but it's so super cool because I know that people are getting connected with other awesome people. Yeah. And it's just... Well, and on top of that, like, I assure you, it doesn't matter what limo you get on, you're going to, it's going to be absolutely epic. Oh, yeah, you're going to have And the other thing that that Tony and I discussed is our playlists have become epic. And I was like, okay, so here's a great thing. I can guarantee we'll be able to get the same playlist on both is if Karen and I separate because I've got access to both of our our phones. We just make sure the same playlist is on there. Simple. Yeah, easy. Okay. If I can interact, actually, can I, let me interject something real quick. I don't think I could stop you if I wanted to. <laughs> no, fair point. I've had lots of bourbon. What was my point? <laughs> I can't stop him, but the bourbon. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> All right, well, I'll tell you what. We'll circle back around to it. Fair enough. It fair enough, yeah. Now, the cost per person will be determined by the number of people participating. However, it shouldn't cost you, and it, it's never cost anybody more than $20 a person, which is basically what you're going to pay to get down mm. to Fremont anyway. I got it. Actually, better <laughs> than Uber. What? You're not as good as Uber, but whatever. You're not. Uh, no, way more I, fun. Never you're in a limo, been. yeah. Way more fun. <laughs> you know, I listened to last week's, or two weeks ago's podcast, and I think that something that was erroneously, just because we were wrapped up in the conversation, and it kind of got glossed over, but we should make sure to, to make this point. I think the value of coming to a 360 Vegas vacation is that you're going to get the opportunity not just to meet fellow listeners who enjoy the podcast and enjoy Vegas as much as you do, but there's value for those folks that, that, are, that are attending these vacations to get to go out and go do things. So, when you go to the 360 Vegas vacation, uh, Vegas, 360 Vegas website and you look at what's on the agenda for the Vegas vacation, 
you're going to be doing things downtown. You're going to be doing things on the strip. You're going to be at Cosmo. You're going to be over at Aria. Like you're going to go out and you're going to go do things. And I find that people really gravitate to that aspect. But what's fun about Vegas Vacation is if you're looking for that that weird quasi scavenger hunt sort of feel where you're going here and then you're going there and you're going to go do the other thing that's the value to it so you're going to come out and you're going to meet a bunch of great people but you're going to go experience things that in and of itself you may not necessarily have done on your own but you're with a group and so all of a sudden it's a whole lot trust me i can attest to this firsthand as a group people will be a lot more open to trying things that they wouldn't have done on their own but if you do it in a group no, that didn't work as well as I thought it would. No, I don't know where the fuck you're Damn. going with that. No, I understand. Well, what you're between okay, I, 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 no, you, no, you're done. I, you know, you've 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 run your point you, into the ground, sir. Uh, I would argue that what I think the great thing about it is Vegas is amazing. If you've never gone with with a bunch of close friends, it's way better. On top of that, it's kind of like going to a family reunion, a family you like, and meeting cousins. You like all of them. Yeah, meeting cousins that you didn't know that you had, and you're like, oh my god, how have we not been hanging out our whole fucking lives? That's what I would say the value of Vegas Vacation is, Tony. I agree with both points. I understand where Tony was going. Uh, oh, I know where he's going. Uh, like, head first into the bottle is where I know where he's going. <laughs> hey <laughs> It's funny because it's true. Yeah. All right. Now, while we're at it with this whole RSVP thing, and it may just be me overwhelmed by the response, but just in case, even if you RSVP'd for the entire 360 Vegas Vacation 4 events, can you do us a favor? And please also RSVP for SDK because I have no problem accommodating the number of people that are saying that they're going to all the events, but I need to be sure that I'm accommodating yeah. that many people. Yeah, because if, for STK. If, we, if we tell STK 40 people and we show up with 20, we're going to be in a little bit of trouble. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, please also RSVP that for me. Just to reassure, like I said, I don't give a fuck if I'm getting 100 people. I just need to know I'm getting 100 people instead of going, well, they all said they were coming. Like, no, they're not. They're not coming. <laughs> and and then STK throws us out, <laughs> which is kind of par for a Vegas vacation meal. A little so, bit. Yeah. But, but this would be the one place that... Number one, we will make sure that they know who they are or who we are when we show up. Yeah. This, and then number two, we need to make sure we know the number of people that are coming. This is going to be unlike any Vegas vacation meal we've had before. Going to be huge. But there it is. Vegas vacation four, day one. Completely fucking scrapped, redone. Possibly as, as good, if not better. So what I'm hearing you say, Mark, is you would be open to people tweeting you that they would rather go karaoke then on the first night of Vegas vacation versus going downtown? I, I would be wide open to the idea of canceling 360 Vegas Vacation <laughs> 4 if that is what everyone else would like to do. All of a sudden, they start showing up to events and, like, no, like I'm not there. Like, where'd it go? Like, going, oh, uh, he just has one. I just have one tweet that goes up. Like, go fuck yourselves. <laughs> okay. Duly, duly noted. Yeah. So, you know what else is duly noted? Dupar's closed. Long considered the best pancakes in Vegas, as well as a Fremont staple, Dupar's at Golden Gate has now closed. The property abruptly closed the restaurant on Tuesday, February 7th, citing financial reasons, claiming the diner had trouble paying their rent for an extended period of time. 
Employees were informed that day that the restaurant would be closing at midnight, but due to some unspecified drama, the actual closing happened around 6.30 p.m. that day. The Dupar chain recently opened a location at Suncoast in Vegas and has four places in California, but the only thing left of its existence at Golden Gate is covered up with black curtains and a construction wall. No word what will replace it at the property. Dupar's has been at the Golden Gate since 2010. I'm sad. That that's that's a that's a fair reaction, Tony. What what, what would your reaction to such news be? Am I am I allowed to badmouth? Ramble on? Yes, you are. That's part. This is partly this is, your show. This is an opinion show. It's not filtered. Just I know. I'm just I'm just giving you a hard time, my friend. Go for it. How much? must the Stevens have been charging Dupars that they struggled with their rent because anybody, anybody that has ever been to Dupars before has seen that fucking line standing, snaking out of the restaurant. And frankly, I've been that guy that went, well, fuck it. I'm not waiting in this line to get breakfast. I'll just, I'll go literally anywhere else. So how much must have the Stevens brothers been charging Dupars to be in that location that they couldn't make their rent? Because it certainly wasn't for lack of a clientele base to get in there. The facility was too small to accommodate yeah. people's patronage. Yeah, I, I agree. And and I would be curious as to, to, to your point as to how much you charge for that space and how if, if it is more than what Dupar's was, uh, uh, I mean, like you said, it's usually packed all the time. If that kind of a place can, I mean, it, it seems like it would only be something high end that could pull it off. There's only so much they can accommodate. And if you're packed all the time, what more can you ask for? So, I don't know. Well, and so the question is, when did the Stevens brothers buy Golden Gate? Right, oh, right around, they're, they're the ones that brought them in. Okay. I, I was just curious because if Dupars was already there when the Stevens brothers bought the property, nope. then it would have been a pre-existing lease and you can't bl- blame the Stevens brothers. But if the Stevens brought them in, then yeah, then you can blame them for it. But in fairness, if they brought them in in 2010, so they've been making a go at it for seven years, Yeah, there must have been something. I think something happened. That, oh, that's actually my my belief, yeah. I mean, we know how business kind of works in... Um, Fremont. I said we're not picking on the Stevens Group no, because no, they've done all. a phenomenal job at all. with what not they have. All. And but but we have a more advanced knowledge of the inner workings down on Fremont Street with restaurants and and whatnot. So without disclosing any of that information, we do know that there are some people that like I've got a great idea. Get the fuck out of the way. We're you know we're gonna do this Be- and. It's served Fremont well. No one's going to complain about that because that place has done nothing but improve. So that, to me, without trying to throw any shade on any anything like that, that, to me, is more than likely what it is like, you know what, you guys are doing great, but we, we know something that's going to work way better, you know, in this. So, but that's that's just my two cents. So, oh, that, All was, right. that was it. Yeah, sorry. I thought I had more. I thought we interrupted the story, but that was it. <laughs> There's no more. That is all. There is no more. (laughs) Tell me about Club Neonopolis. Imagine Adventures Las Vegas. The people behind the Rio Zipline are taking over the space formerly home to drink and drag and reopening it. The concept will be very similar to its former incarnation with a 12-lane bowling alley, restaurant, and nightclub. 
minus the drag queens. So, so it's opening, all, like all the good things, getting rid of the stupid <laughs> stuff. DJs and other live entertainment will be featured at least three nights a week. While a name hasn't been announced, Eater Vegas reports that a coming soon nightclub, also located in Neonopolis, calling itself The Nerd or Nerds, has been hiring over the last month. Imagine Adventures intends to open the reinvigorated club at the end of May, early or the end of March, early April. It makes me nervous when you hear a name like that. Like, oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I don't like that name at all. Only be, uh, not that there's anything wrong with a name, but it's almost like that name insinuates a theme. Oh yeah, absolutely. And you're like, oh come on, don't do some stupid. Like you just got one stupid theme out. Don't put another one in. Like that to me is like the one thing that could fucking ruin it. But then again, I said it before, I, I, I can't wrap my head around bowling in Vegas. <laughs> no. Well, I couldn't either unless it's a part of like a 360 Vegas vacation where we're all doing it as a group and that's how we've chosen to spend our time. Yeah. But I, but that's still I it just it seems like a yes. waste. It yeah, seems I, like a missed opportunity. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Tell me about the uh, Link having some virtual reality going on. Yeah, continuing to test the financial waters, and despite having a virtual reality experience in their promenade, friend of the show at Melt Vegas brought to our attention that Link Hotel and Casino just opened a VR experience inside their property. Holocube is what they are calling it, and this experience is more game-based, unlike the iteration in the promenade, which is more of a Superman flying over things experience. It offers a variety of game options, from first-person shooters to puzzles and even Guitar Hero. Link's VR Holocube is located next to Tag Sports Bar, will cost you $10 to play two games for 10 minutes, and will only be available until the end of February. Does anybody else think that this might be testing the markets for millennials? Like oh, just, just, yeah, just them going, you know what, we may not be able to get them to gamble but if we can get them to spend money on video games like this, I don't know, maybe. Video games 100%. and booths and booths. Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, and they're in the casino proper, so they're yeah. at least in the building. Absolutely. And frankly, this was around this past Christmas when when oh. my wife and her family and I were out there between the Christmas and New Year week. I would have tried it at least had I known what my options were based on this wonderful information that I learned from 360 Vegas Vacation Podcast. Um, that's the alcohol. Um, he's, he's renaming the show. I know, right? <laughs> but, no, I, I agree completely. It's 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 a way to get them into the facility itself. So Right. Hopefully get them drunk and then they just start trying to gamble. Right. You know what? I've done a lot of things drunk before that I've tried before that I wouldn't have done this over. So. <laughs> we have a list. <laughs> oh, shit. You've got some video. I know. I have documentation. <laughs> lots and lots of video. So I like actually there's a part of me that's a little concerned, guys, because for those of you who have not been out to any of these Vegas vacations yet, it started what will be roughly two years ago when our very, very dear friends from the great land of Canada uh, <laughs> took some video of me at the D Crafts Bar. Uh, crafts crafts table, and I, Bar. I'm, I'm doing a yeah. <laughs> that was a different. That was a different experience. Jesus. Some people aren't into that. <laughs> but I'm 
but I'm dancing. I'm doing this. I'm, I'm doing the Tony dance. It's, you know, it's the, it's the white guy. The, the dance white guy at was, the, yeah. And at the craps table. And I'm Shimmy. like, oh yeah, look at me. I can make my arms dance. Like I'm Kermit the frog. Oh yeah. Look at this. <laughs> and then there's last year where these idiots have video of me sliding around a stripper. I like pole how they're idiots for videotaping the idiot on that the was stripper doing pole. It, yeah. yeah. But you they're the supposed idiots. to uh, capture that for posterity. Yeah. You know what? Because of that, just wait to see what sort of Tony you get on this particular Vegas vacation trip when I'm all like, oh, good day to you, sir. It is a pleasure to meet you. Whatever. This man can't even Two say the name in. of the show right now. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't throw the bullshit card. Right. <laughs> okay. Tell me more about the new gaming age bill proposal. Once again, a bill has been proposed that would change the legal gambling age from 21 to 18. This isn't the first time a bill of this sort has been proposed, and just like its predecessor, it isn't expected to pass. However, in a Vegas full of resort fees and paying for parking, FrontDeskTip.com posed an interesting thought. Is the motivation behind this to eventually get rid of comped drinks in Vegas? Now, back in 2008, a similar bill was introduced, but the thought behind that was it was the Great Depression and they were looking for, or the Great Recession, and they were looking for anything to increase revenue. But what's the motivation at, in reintroducing it at this point? Oh now, of course, dealers already card people that they think might be under 21 before they're allowed to gamble, and it isn't hard to imagine part of a server's job would be to card people as well before serving them. Now, while it would add another task to their job, it isn't like it's manual labor. That being said, in a cynical point of view, and in light of every slight we've seen in the last few years, in a town overrun by unions who want a pay increase for pouring drinks from a soda fountain, is this the beginning of the end? Discussion. <laughs> and go. What are your thoughts? I, yeah, I, I don't know that it's necessarily tied into, like, the first step towards getting rid of comp drinks. It very well may be. I do think that they are looking for a way to rope more, pe more people in from a gambling standpoint. Mm -hmm. And there's always been a lot of discussion about, you know, the drinking age is higher than cigarettes or the age to vote or the, you know, the age it's to be drafted. Yeah. You know, be, be in the military. So... I do think there's an aspect of it that just sort of aligns all the vices yeah. and the responsibilities there together. Mm -hmm. But I, do I think that it's an intentional first step to try to eliminate? I don't think so, but I could be wrong. What about you, Tony? I don't know. Is the alcohol going to inspire this answer? Are you going to yell at me for whatever I have to say? Oh, so in don't my, be in my instance, <laughs> In my instance, uh, or, or my two cents, uh, whatever it is, so I can move upon this little pouty fit here. Um, <laughs> I, I also agree. I don't, I don't see this happening. And, and you know what I think it might be as well? Is it's kind of, I'm resolved to the fact that if they take that away, I will just simply not go anymore. I mean, it's, it's not like... Don't do this. You're ruining my Vegas. Like, well, my Vegas is that. It, that's very, a very large part of it. So when you take it away, now I've I've lost a whole lot of interest in in that. So right. you know, it it'll it'll very much change, and I I may stop going. You know, it's there's something magical about having someone bring you alcohol. You know, even if it is magical. Yeah. Look, there wasn't a drink, and now but, I have but, one. But it's always funny when somebody's like, "The drinks are free." I'm like, not real. I mean, you're tipping. It's not really free, but it is. It, it's just the idea that. Oh my god, I just got the drink. I don't have to pay for this. Let's <laughs> just do this. 
I, I also agree. I, I don't think that's what it is. But if it is, well, you know, there's other things that I can do on this planet. Do you want the right answer? <laughs> oh, so this is where he's going to tell us we're wrong. Here we go. Yeah. Tony. Go. If you've got all of these nightclubs that they need to keep filled with idiots that will spend $300 on a $50 bottle of Grey Goose, they can get into, 21-year-olds can get into the casino or they could get into the nightclubs. What if you wet the whistle of the 18-year-old by allowing them to come in and gamble and you build up that level of anticipation to be able to get into the clubs once they've become 21 to be able to spend that $300 for the same bottle of $50 Grey Goose. What they've done then is you're catching them early when they're at the 18 stage. They gamble 18, 19, 20 years old. And then upon turning 21, now they're introduced to an entire new world that they've only been tangentially introduced to by then being able to get into the clubs. They don't care about the tables, which is what we're seeing from the 21, 22, 23-year-olds but you're at least able to get them into the building to build that anticipation of buying a $300 bottle of Grey Goose once they turn 21. Bam, Tony wins. Let's move on. Who the fuck is anticipating? Like, oh my God, do you know what I want to do? I want to overpay for something in the worst way. You don't even know. No, 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 no. I know out here we can get that bottle of, of Grey Goose for $80. I know, but how much better would it be at $500? You're because they're high. They're getting no, they're no, getting something not. they can't get right now. It's at eighteen they can't get that access. They can't get that VIP booth. Yeah, but it, wait, so it, hold on. So how many twenty one year olds do you know when they turn twenty one for the first time and can legally drink, go out and get that five hundred dollar bottle of Grey Goose? And all right. Oh, I just turned drugs? twenty bucks. I've been That's holding the- on I've been holding on to this five hundred for fucking three oh, years, we man. We are super fighting right now. <laughs> <laughs> The whole reason why they're trying to get the millennials is because they're not gambling. So the best way they try to get them is through the clubs. And they're, for some unknown reason, willing to split a $300 bottle of Grey Goose amongst the six of them. Where all of a sudden now they're only paying $50 a person. It's the opposite, Tony. What they're trying to do with the millennials is they attracted them in with the nightclubs. Like, holy shit. We never even thought of this before. Well, how the fuck do we get them into the casinos? Well, that's not working. Getting them to gamble earlier, it, it's that's not no, you're you're a silly man. Let's talk about people who died. Let's let's move on to that. It's it's funny how wrong you are, but you know what else is funny? <laughs> the two idiots that got into a Lamborghini and drive it two hundred miles an hour in a fucking circle. Hit right. Speed Vegas. Alright, well there are many of those things that don't make them idiots, but the fact that they're dead does. No, that's not right either. No, that's not true. That just means that they weren't capable of Accomplishing the task that they signed, they signed up and paid to do. <laughs> Talk and roll, assholes. <laughs> Speed Vegas is the attraction that allows you to drive high-end sports cars around a custom 1.5-mile track for as little as one lap. They have varying prices. I know that sounds like I was leading it to a price, but I'm like, it's as few as. Maybe I should have said that for as few as one. Whatever. Yeah. The $30 million facility is located about 10 miles south of the Welcome to Las Vegas sign and has done relatively well despite this show's scoffing of the idea since opening almost a year ago. 
However, and they were quite concerned about that. Like, oh my God, did you hear what Vegas said? 360. We're so fucked. However, on Sunday, two men, a guest and an instructor, died in a Lamborghini Aventador during one of the runs when the guest driver lost control of the vehicle and crashed it into a wall, causing it to burst into flames. The Lamborghini Aventador is one of the most expensive vehicles available to drive at Speed Vegas, costing $400,000 retail and has a max speed of over 200 miles per hour. It is also the newest vehicle in the Speed Vegas inventory, arriving February 3rd. While that particular vehicle does have a recall out on it, related related, related to its evaporative emissions control system that, if not repaired, could result in a gasoline tank fire, there is no indication that the crash had anything to do with that. I'm sorry, I did not realize that you could have a recall in a $400,000 vehicle. Did they just show up and knock on your door and go, hey, you know you've got one of those six cars that we made, we gotta fix the problem. <laughs> I assume they had your phone number. If you're buying a $400,000 car, they kind of know you by name. Oh, can I tell you something so crazy? What, so, is it about a $400,000 car? Not 400000 but it's pretty expensive. So the, I- Before you even get into that, have you seen the Aventador? Or the no. Aven- I, I'm sure I'm Aventador. mispronouncing it. No, I haven't. It is fucking gorgeous. So I recently had the opportunity to ride in one of the Tesla SUVs. Oh. Holy shit is all I have to say. But And I, I didn't come straight out and ask the guy how much he, he paid for it. But he I was asking him about because he was like, yeah, this isn't quite working right. I'm like, so what do you do? Do you have to take it in the dealership? And he kind of looked at me and goes, no, they come to my house. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, of course they do. There, course there's they a do. reason that guy's building rockets to take you to fucking Mars. <laughs> all right? right? They're doing quite well. <laughs> oh, this this car will do everything for you. It opens the doors. It closes the doors. It, it I, I, the features he was showing me on this thing, and the entire center, center console is a gigantic touchscreen. Yeah. Oh, it was so cool. Elon Sorry. Musk is kind of the baddest fucking guy I always on the thought planet. Teslas looked cool. I didn't know that I would have a chance to get in one. Oh, and the rear doors are suicide doors. Nice. That. Yeah, that was really cool. But yeah, I, I never, I always thought they looked cool. I didn't know that I'd ever have a chance to actually sit in one. Awesome. So anyways, back to this thing. They right. don't believe, now while they are concerned because obviously this is the newest vehicle as to why this this happened and, and wondered if that wasn't uh, didn't have something to do with it. It doesn't have anything to do with this recall, or at least there's no reason to believe it that it does. It is currently unclear what caused the driver to lose control, but they do believe it's more than likely because he lost control. Probably. The attraction is closed until OSHA completes its investigation of the incident. In tragic irony news, the instructor who died in the crash is a two-time male breast cancer survivor, most recently diagnosed in 2012 and successfully treated. Sadly, he is survived by a wife and two kids. Isn't that such a weird kind of a, 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 a public interest, or what do they call that, a, a personal interest story? So here's the thing. I did not know that male breast cancer was a real thing. I thought I was laughing when I, I read that. I'm like, you're so full of shit. I thought it was like a bad Archer reference or something. <laughs> no, it's, it is. I didn't know it was a real Men thing. Men have breasts, just not nearly as awesome as women. <laughs> <laughs> well, some of them do. What? <laughs> I'm just Yes, saying. but those are also not awesome. <laughs> Don't mock me. Just because I, just I have moves. No, no, no. I meant they might have paid for them. There's a guy that did that on a bet and had to get breast implants. I mean, come on. Now, in relatively amusing news, uh, later in the week, as more details surfaced, the RJ, looking for any way to extend this, this story, interviewed Exotic Racing Las Vegas, which is one of the things that I primarily scoffed 
at the Speed Vegas concept. So I'm like, this already exists. You can already do it down at the Speedway. Rent a car. But now let's explain why Speed Vegas was such a success. They proudly declared all of their exotic vehicles have limiters on them, forcing their top speeds to be 140 miles per hour. No wonder someone was able to come up with a different concept. Like, no, we'll just let you drive it. Yeah. I know. Well, to, to be clear, exotics puts lim- puts a governor on their vehicles, not the top speed. If, oh, if- yes. Thank you. Yeah. Yeah. Speed Vegas lets you get away with it. They're the ones that I made fun of because exotics had already existed for a period right. of time. And right. with governance. Yes, right. now we know why a concept like that was able, why Exotics wasn't able to just corner that market. It's for that exact reason. You're gonna die, Charlie. <laughs> That's for the seven people that get that lost reference. Yeah, I, I, this would not deter me from going to this place of anything. It's it's, it's kind of like, not. it's kind of like Cirque. Now I really want to go. Like, oh shit, now you, I, I can't drive a Lamborghini that fast. I frequently said, when I want to go, I want to go out in a blaze of glory. It's going to be a $400,000 blaze of glory. Exactly. I'm sorry I'm going to take someone with me, but you know what? Know. It's a $400,000 The sad thing about that is if you're going that fast, you're not going to get a chance to go, oh, fuck, I'm going to die this way. It's going to be more like, oh, dead. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be no studies as a part of what are the last words people say before they die in a car crash. Right. <laughs> it's gonna, for these assholes, it's hold my beer. Right. <laughs> I don't think so. Not in this vehicle, but I appreciate it. So apparently Lucky Dragon is killing it. Just under two months after opening, it was announced that the Lucky Dragon Casino, located near the corner of Las Vegas Boulevard and Sahara, is renovating its space to make more room for VIPs. Plans are to close the Dragon's Alley Street Market to make room for a noodle bar, as well as expand the Pearl Ocean Restaurant on the property. They plan to use the existing Pearl Ocean space to expand their VIP gaming lounge. Oh, yeah. When I said expand, it means remove from the area so they can make more room for VIPs and put it somewhere else. Lucky Dragon currently has 27,500 square foot of casino space with 37 table games and 300 slot machines. I know they don't necessarily want us in there, but good for them, man. Good for them. I'm talking about a niche. And how long have we been saying... The future of Vegas is boutique. Fucking proof positive. Okay, so we've got some Golden Gate renovations. Hey, remember La Bayou on Fremont Street? Well, I do. I do remember that, Mark. Well, sear that memory into your head because not only is it gone, there will soon be no remnants of it. Construction <laughs> is up. That's the sound of me searing it in my mind. That's that's very smart of you. Construction is underway to expand the Golden Gate footprint into the land with plans to construct a two-story building. The first floor will be used so they can add an additional 100 slot machines to their inventory, which would be a near 30% increase to their current offerings. Hey, Derek, if you're open to a suggestion, stop with the fucking 1980s slot machines, all right? Give me something brand new. Give me something that I would expect to see on the strip. I don't I don't need any more stinking rich or Beverly Hillbilly slot machines. Give me I don't I swear to God, Derek, you put one more fucking kitty glitter slip slot machine in your machine in your 
casino, I'm going to lose my fucking mind. Give me something brand new. Okay. Please continue. We apologize. We're on the second floor, Mark. We apologize on behalf of our beloved ghost. Don't, don't apologize. I think this is funny. He's on a roll. Is, is he? Yeah. Yep. Karen only encouraged that. <laughs> that's good. No worries. I'll take care of it behind the scenes. Oh, like, that's, that's what, he's not worried about content right now. He's worried about his time and my post. contacts, right? Not content, contacts. Like while we're like, there are many people that would like to host us on Fremont. We're gonna do our own thing. And Tony's like, we're gonna fucking insult him. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not gonna go there. It's we're, it's, <laughs> it's a friendly. We want to do our own thing. Well, the funny thing is, is Tony would say that to Derek, and Derek would look at him and go, and what are you gonna do about it? It makes me I'm money. Just saying, I'm going to put it there. If you've got room for 100 and then, slot and then machines. Lean, and then lean over and go, band. <laughs> that's when I'm like, hey, why are they carrying me out of here? Hey, why are they beating the shit out of me? Why does your name tag say Guido? Oh, come on. Why has it got to be that kind of stereotype there? Hey, I'm married to someone who's half Italian. It's fine. Oh, so you can get away with it? Sure. There you go. Fair enough. Fair if I got to deal with the Polak jokes because I married someone who's also half Polish, then I can... Hey, Karen, way. here's a worthless bit of trivia. Did you know, and I shit you not, this is an honest God, true story. Did you know that the locks, the Sioux locks that connect Michigan with Canada up in the very upper peninsula area, they've named the individual locks based on different families that contributed to the to the Michigan upper peninsula community. And that. one of them is, and I kid you not, last name Poe, like Edgar Allan Poe of P-O-E. Yeah. So go ahead and connect those together. You've got the Poe locks. That is honest <laughs> to God. I am not making that up. Anybody can Google that. That is as swear to God. I am not being insensitive. That is the truth. There is literally let's, locks. Let's go ahead and that save are. Tony from himself and move on <laughs> to the second floor is going to be used for booze, which doesn't seem like a good idea in this situation. Vital Vegas shared the property's demand for booze has outpaced the space. They have to store it. In fact, it has required a team of four to keep up or to keep the bar stocked daily. Costing the property an estimated 150,000 a year in labor and other costs. This new setup will allow bulk storage and gravity to help supply the bar, totally redoing the current old school system and making it more efficient as well as easier to disguise what brand of booze you are actually being poured if they choose to do such things. I'm not saying they do, I'm saying if they do. The expansion is expected to be done and open in August. In addition, Mermaid's basement has been dug up so that foundation work can be done in preparation for the Stevens Group's grand plans for the future of the former Las Vegas club. Still no word on what those plans are, except that they are still in development, and the Glitter Gulch and Vegas Vicky signage will be included in some way to whatever plans they eventually come up with. Which I, they've been saying for a while, but I like that they continue to reassure people, like, we're not going to take Vegas Vicky. Oh, relax. yeah. I don't, I couldn't see the Stevens group. How can you imagine how weird that would be? Vegas yeah. Vicky and like, where the fuck's Vicky? Yeah, that'd, that'd be super weird. Vic would be lonely. <laughs> right? All of a sudden, the hand would start working again. <laughs> you know, funny is I was trying to figure out how to put a joke in there and I couldn't do it. And, and that was a perfect. Didn't way. he used to move it to smoke? He did. He did. But Vicky was here, and it's, <laughs> now it's weird. That's why he was smoking. Right. Right. He's. <laughs> oh, 
Okay. Nice. <laughs> this this turned down a really good road. <laughs> Let's move into prop bets. For those of you unfamiliar, prop bets is an extension of the news, but with just bits and pieces of noteworthy items. This is also where Tony's drunk self has to start actually reading sentences as opposed to just forward intros. This is all part of the plan. Like, I, I allow him to loosen up, and then I'm like, oh, hey, guess what you get to do for the next half of the show? Try. Yeah. <laughs> Buckle up, folks. Renovation and expansion work has begun at Palace Station with plans to add a new 27-floor hotel tower, a movie theater, bowling alley, upgraded pool, expanded convention center, and two new restaurants. While it isn't confirmed, the train station theme is expected to be replaced in favor of something more modern. I normally complain about stuff like that, but let's be honest, that theme really kind of only existed outside. I don't know. Wait. Have I been in Palace Station? You have. Yeah, only for a... Was that one of those you dragged me into? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't and, know. And, and it's not going to be missed. I mean, it's... It would be... Let me put it this way. It would be like... um. Hypothetically, it would be like Caesar's Palace in the interior doing away with their Roman theme. At the end of the day, except except this is the exact opposite because they're getting rid of it on the outside. (laughs) Well. (laughs) Oh, Lord. All right. But I I, I do appreciate where you're coming from. That theme, while it it did exist, it was barely there. They're getting rid of the, the train theme on the outside? Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, it really only had like, I, I don't know. Google. Have you ever been there? It's just a fucking giant tower with a little, <laughs> little train yes. palace station sign thing. You're absolutely right. I don't know what I was trying to add on to that at all. We should probably okay. definitely move on. I'm gonna move on I, to the next one here real quick. Um. So next, uh, we get to uh, talk more about the billionaire asshole Carl Icon. He says he's tired. Who's now the current Secretary of Labor, isn't he? No. <laughs> No? No, he's a what part of the advisor group. He's an economic advisor to, oh, that's to the right, president. Oh, that's right. That's right. Hooray. Um, he's tired of the headache involved in owning the Trump Taj Mahal in Atlantic City, and he's looking to sell the property. If he cannot find a buyer by October 10th, 2017, he'll just close the place. According to numbers released to Billboard by Caesars Entertainment, Britney Spears' residency at Planet Hollywood has surpassed the $100 million mark in revenue, despite only having just under 250 performances. Spears' residency started in 2013 and has been extended several times. However, it's scheduled to end in 2017. On top of that, she recently just extended when exactly it would end uh well i guess not when it would end it was supposed to end in early 2017 and she has now extended it to late 2017 so i don't know if they're just going to keep doing mini extensions or if they're just working out the details on a long term i can't see her going right i i can't because i don't know what else she would do for money i can't see her packing in <laughs> no i can't see her She's doing not gonna hit big the road s- when they're just coming to her Right. Why would you? Right. I think the reason they're short-term extensions is I think that the that Planet Hollywood is giving themselves an out in case things start to drop off. Hmm. Because then they're not committed. It's short-term, and as soon as people stop coming, well, then they just cut it off, and it's not a big deal. Like, oh, they're closing it early. No, we'll just go on little extensions. Yeah, but it's not like they haven't had... If you remember, Frank Caliendo had a 10-year residency at Monte Carlo that lasted, like, three months. <laughs> well, I know, but why... And I'm sure there was some kind of buyout included in that. If you have a 10-year contract, 
and you're only going to well, be well yeah, no, I'm I mean. sure, I'm so sure. I'm saying I, I from their standpoint, they have an out. Yeah, I'm, who knows? We'll see. As Monte Carlo continues to devolve into blah, it was announced that the Brand Steakhouse will close at the property on May 11th. There's no word if this will be the space where Mario Patali's Italy will open up yet, but we'll wait and find out. No interest. Eater Vegas is reporting that Ping Pang Pong at Gold Coast has not closed at the property, as was previously reported, but is investing $3 million into renovating their dormant showroom into a new, much larger space for the popular Chinese restaurant. Once the 5,700-square-foot new location is ready to open, they will close the current incarnation of the restaurant. No word on what will take over the space currently home to Ping Pang Pong. You know what? I, I had heard that it was really popular, and the fact that they were renovating it, and, and I've known that they closed that showroom for a long time. But is uh, it a restaurant or a concert facility? No, no, no. Ping Pang Pong is a Chinese restaurant, but they have, but uh, Gold Coast has a theater that they closed years ago because they couldn't fight. It was just wasting money to try and have somebody in there, so they just closed it. The fact that this thing's so popular, like you know what? Just gut the theater and put this restaurant in there. Like what? Well done for them. Okay. Well done. Vital Vegas reminds us that this last week, the Mob Museum celebrated its fifth anniversary. Hooray! Time flies, right? Happy anniversary. Yeah. Have you guys had a chance to check that out yet? We have, and we've told you we've many told times. We've told you that before. <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> Continuing to remind its audience in recent years that what they do is dangerous. Acrobats, this time in uh, absence, high wire artist. They survived a 30 foot fall last week in rehearsals. The performer sustained a lacerated liver. <laughs> it's funny because. <laughs> <laughs> a little ironic right now. Yes. As yeah. well as fracture to her arm, leg, and face, but after a few surgeries, is expected to make a full recovery. <laughs> after a few surgeries, she's going to be fine. Thanks. <laughs> If the concept of getting married at Denny's isn't lowbrow enough for you, you're in luck because you can now get married at the new Taco Bell Cantina at Mecca Walgreens. For $600, you get a Taco Bell garter, bow tie, sauce packet wedding bouquet, just married t-shirts, Taco Bell champagne flutes, and a Cinnabon Delight wedding cake, and a Taco 12-pack. And, and, and as a side 360 Vegas fundraiser, we could also do all of that shit for you for half the price. <laughs> half? <laughs> we fucking do it for a quarter. Yet and, hey, and, hey, don't. And give, that's don't still giving us a profit. <laughs> uh, I, You know what? It's so bad, you almost want to be a part of it once. And, uh -huh. I, and I'm sure no. that's I'm sure that's probably how they pull this off. Like, oh, you want to get married to fucking Taco Bell? Nope. Eater Vegas is reporting that the buffet at Bellagio will soon close to undergo, well, it'll, a portion of it will close, to undergo a just under $700,000 renovation to install four new drink stations and an upgrade of the surrounding area that will permanently remove some of the existing seating. When the renovation will begin or how long it will take to complete the most questionable spending of underwhelming renovations since the last time a government agency did renovations is unclear. That sounds so fucking stupid. Have, have you guys eaten at the Bellagio Buffet before? Karen has. Yeah, I have. Can you imagine, Karen, knowing the ginormous line that typically is any given day to get into the 
Bellagio buffet when they say that renovations will begin, or excuse me, the upgrade of the surrounding areas that will to reduce permanently seating. remove yeah. some of the reduce existing seating. seating. I, so. I, that does like if they were to say we're looking to expand, I'd get that. Yeah, yeah. So here, here's the thing that I've noticed about buffets. There's always a line. And the reason there's always a line is that they want you to think that it's worth standing in line to come in and eat. Nine times out of ten, they haven't opened up every single section of the buffet that they could. So they have seating that's not being used. Mm. My, I, I, my take on this, because I was not impressed with the Bellagio buffet, it was fine. You know what's funny? But it wasn't something that I was like, oh, my God, it's one of the best buffets ever. Not I was close. going to go with, with Karen and our friends to that. And I saw that line. I was like, fuck this. Well, you were also hammered. so. Well, yeah, but needed you know. food quickly. What? I think you went to Earl of Sandwich for that one, probably. I don't know. But now now it seems like you've bastardized my, my stance against fuck you, Bellagio, super long line buffet. Well, I'm just saying <laughs> it wasn't just the long line. There were other factors that went into it. It was the largely line. the yeah. long line. Okay, whatever. I'm just saying I, I'm not surprised when a buffet says they're going to reduce seating because like I said I think about it how many times have you gone into a buffet and there's a whole section that they're not seating people in no you're right I mean now that you pointed out I'm like oh yeah right it's never like really cramped like, not like when you go to a cafe or something it's kind of kind of cramped they got a lot of people in there yeah it's usually never like that in a buffet oh no a cafe will squeeze people in as yeah. fast burn them and turn them I mean yeah. they're not worried about that I, I just I don't think this doesn't surprise me at all Adding to the madness of eyesores done in the name of art, Plaza has added another giant mural, this time on the south side of the main tower. This version is less Ed Hardy tramp stamp and, you know, more kind of comic book pop art. Either way, don't give a shit. Paint over that. Yeah, it's dumb. Robin Leach reports that Station Casinos plan to renovate and reopen the Rain Nightclub at the Palms. The group that will be running it when it does open are only described as well-known personalities in the nightclub industry. No word on when the project is expected to be complete. So who do you think it logically would be? Well, it's, not, it's not Victor Dre. That, that's that's With, not going to be that. Um, you th- no, not Victor Dre. Who's Who are the people that do the, uh, the nightclub at Mirage? The One Oak? I don't, I don't know yes. who the people are. You yes. think maybe I those think guys? it's one out. That's a good. That's a good point because they're not, they're not really affiliated with anybody. Like Hakkasan bought, um, what was it, Wet or something? Maybe. Yeah. Somebody. Maybe, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's one of those companies that got bought by another large company. Now they're just kind of on their own. They're like, going, hey, why are you? Why are you run this thing? I, I, I think care. so. Yeah. It's not a place I'm ever going to step foot in. So I don't. Oh hell no. 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 Well, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into coming attractions. is a portion of the show where we share with you acts and artists outside of the usual residencies that will be performing in Vegas in the future. First up, Zoso. It's a Led Zeppelin tribute band. They'll be performing at the Brooklyn Bowl at Link Friday, June 16th. Show starts at 8 p.m. and tickets start at $10. (laughs) It's a cover band. Deep Purple and Alice Cooper are performing at the Chelsea at Cosmopolitan on Saturday, August 12th. Show starts at 6.30 p.m. Tickets start at $45. 
Master of Puppets, a Metallica tribute band, are performing at Vinyl at Hard Rock Friday, March 10th. Show starts at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $10. Joe Coy is performing at Treasure Island Friday, March 3rd. Shows start at 9 p.m. Tickets start at $40. And finally, Lady Gaga is performing at the T-Mobile Arena in the MGM Park on Friday, August 11th. Shows start at 8 p.m. Tickets start at $45. Can I just say... I knew you were going to, but go ahead. I know. Okay, so number one, her Super Bowl performance was awesome. If this woman wasn't already in another stratosphere, she's about to fucking be. But here's the thing. Somebody has recently released the audio of just her singing. So her mic feed. Oh, cool. They have it separately. So well, when, when you actually sing for real, there usually is a well, separate channel. I know, channel. but that's the thing. When she sat down to sing um, A Million Reasons, you could tell she was out of breath. Yeah. She still sounded phenomenal. Yeah. Well, it's, it's the one thing I'll always point back to it, and I, and I don't care if anybody wants to criticize. What NSYNC did, when it was crystal clear that these guys are singing, you could hear them out of breath, there was no backtracks, or if they were, they were super minimal, I think changed everything. Because there's so much more respect. Like, fuck lip syncing and you dancing and doing all that. I don't, I, I don't want to see that. I'd rather hear you fuck up. Because you're you're dancing and you're a little out of breath, or you, st- I'd right. rather see that and know that you're doing it for real, than than have this perfect performance where you're dancing and and bullshit singing all the time. I think, uh, first of all, she's Lady Gaga. Everybody fucking knew her. She was huge. I think she's possibly also about the to first become Super Bowl performer in I can't even tell you how long that didn't have a surprise guest come out and join her. She, there yeah. was no way she was letting anybody else no. on stage with her on that, and she didn't need to. I, awesome. I, I think she is primed to become the biggest star on planet fucking Earth. If if I mean, it could be if argued she, she already, already was. But yeah. But I think before a lot of it, she was famous for the craziness, the meat oh, suit, oh, I and the see, coming out of an egg, and all I that stuff. I see parents taking little girls to see her after that shit. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, and it's kind of funny you say that because my my coworker and I, her daughter is um, just turned nine, and she was talking about it. You know, it's about the time to take her to her, her first concert. Mm-hmm. I was trying to figure out. She's like, yeah, Taylor Swift is coming, but I don't want to spend that much money. And Taylor Swift would be like a, a family-friendly show. Sure. She's like, you know, Lady Gaga just announced a tour. But we don't have dates yet. And I'm like, I still don't know that I would take a nine-year-old to a Lady Gaga concert. Why? Because you just never know when she... Because she will still cross into the sexual side of things and everything else. Ah, yeah, but I think funny. we're in a world now where like women need to start embracing that. Not in, in I'm not. I don't like. Dis- she never I does it. I disagree with the that. One but thing what I'll I'm say saying about Lady is, Gaga, she never does it in a slutty way. I don't think. What I'm saying is, I don't know. I, I don't. I would be unsure which way she would go. That I would be comfortable taking a nine-year-old to it. I have no issue with what she does and how she's done, even yeah. from the beginning of her career. Yeah. For nine years old, some of it could be a little weird and creepy and kind of out there. Or yeah. So that's just my two cents. But she's amazing. Right. Sorry. I would I would love to see her in concert. I think it would be a phenomenal show. Well, I mean, now that I see that she actually fucking sings, I, I could get behind that idea. <laughs> well, I guess that's going to do it for news and prop bets. Let's move into... Oh, wait, did <laughs> he did it again. Yeah. Do, you want, do you want me to do the uh, this this segment of sponsor? Oh, no, no. He has to take his medicine. Okay. That's right. That's yeah, right. Or I'm you do, because you realize that you're going to have to edit it. Okay. <laughs> This segment is brought to you by Tickets.AccessVegas.com. If you're going to a concert or event in Las Vegas or anywhere in the world, treat yourself right by grabbing great premium seats at Tickets.AccessVegas.com. 
right you there. usually hey in fair don't get all up in my grill you usually put that before the coming oh i didn't realize that was my fault that was totally my fault you're, yeah. not, you're not gonna get punished. Eat my ass asshole yeah <laughs> all right so how about this part don't forget, you can find links to purchase tickets to these and all the artists we report on in our coming attractions on our blog. Let's check the river. <laughs> We're having fun. Oh. Tony, you're so fun. It's fun when I get knocked off my pedestal, isn't it? <laughs> it's a good time. And he still tries with the uh, the the radio DJ voice too. I think he tries harder. It's like the the enunciations and the. I blame Jason. I blame Jason. Like sure. I I think he's been beaten into submission that the drunker he gets, the more he tries the enunciate. And I'm like, buddy, you're not drinking enough. If you're still trying, you're not drinking enough. Let's go. I've said I've said for the longest time that guy. While I do love that Tony. I don't know that guy. I have yeah. no idea yeah, who that very, guy is. Very different. This is the fucking guy I know. <laughs> That's why I couldn't Tony's wait to get you on this show. I'm like, oh, you guys listen to Vice Lounge? Yeah. Well, let me meet. Let, let me introduce you to the Tony I know. <laughs> well, that's why he's 360 Vegas Tony. Here. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I did. He did. Truly. After 360 Vegas vacation throw, I was like, we need a different handle. Right. So. <laughs> for, for so many years, Jason tried to shame it out of you. <laughs> and all it took were a few years of me going, no, Tony more, more, and I'm sure Jason looks at me now. I'm like, you son of a bitch. I hate you. Don't worry. He has every intention to tell you exactly what he thinks. Yeah. At 360 Vegas Vacation Four. And kill Is me. <laughs> That's the culmination of this entire show. Is he will kill well, me. <laughs> I'll miss you, Mark. <laughs> All right, so apparently we've got some listener feedback. First up is a PayPal donation. Did Did he say let's check the river? I don't think he did. Well, we're in it. So. <laughs> Oh, I love it. Okay. So we have a PayPal donation from Stephen Thomas. He says, Love the show, guys. Thanks for all the Vegas info. Looking forward to meeting you guys at 360 VV4. Can't wait, Steve. I love when people tease, like, Oh, I'm going to meet somebody new. I know. I will try not to dry hump you, Stephen Thomas. <laughs> try is the operative word. Yeah, I, I would say, Tony, try to stick with the folks that know you and have met you and they understand what, what's happening. See, but the problem the is, is Tony yeah. very much gets kind of folks like, hey. Hey, I don't know you. I don't, I don't know you. Come here. I love you. Tell me who you are. Come here. Tell me, tell me about yourself. Where are you from? Great. You listen Great. to the show? Are you having a good time? Does this feel big enough to you if you're a girl? Would you, hey, let me uh, let me ask you, let me ask you something. I know we just met. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. Does this look large to you? <laughs> Don't make hey, it weird. You, Don't make it weird. Abnormal. <laughs> I'm taking a poll. That's all. I'm just, I'm just... <laughs> this is me Twitter poll. Swear to God. <laughs> That's awesome. So there there hypothetically could be a Twitter poll. You call this straight, right? Like right straight. <laughs> Oh, Speaking of uh, a Twitter poll, <laughs> we actually had one a couple weeks ago. We asked you what your favorite movie based in Vegas was. Your choices were Ocean's Eleven, Vegas Vacation. What? That's not right. Yeah, Vegas Vacation and what the hell Casino did I do? Casino and Ve- Ve- Las Vegas. I don't know what you did on this, but those were the four choices. Hangover was the other one. That's what we're missing. 
okay. Yeah. Okay. All right, so if you didn't catch on, those were the order that they came in. 33% won it. Ocean's Eleven, the remake, won it as the most popular favorite Vegas movie in Vegas. Followed was a tie, Vegas Vacation, and The Hangover. And for the first time in our Twitter polls, what's your favorite? Something that wasn't on the list actually charted, and that was Casino with 4%. And Viva Las Vegas came in at 1%. Now, apparently, I made a mistake assuming people understand how a poll and or voting works. Because multiple people replied with multiple titles when I asked you to tell me what your favorite was. I was given several. So, if you voted for more than one movie, you didn't vote. Because I'm not fucking going through that extra effort. (laughs) This isn't Chicago, people. It's not vote early and vote often. (laughs) Nice. Nice reference. I am... I am... You know what? Frankly, when my wife and I are leading up to a Vegas trip, we will also break out the Vegas-themed DVDs, and inevitably, it's Ocean's Eleven, of course, the remake, Vegas Vacation, The Hangover, and to a lesser extent, Casino. I'm I'm kind of surprised. I'm, I'm, I'm not going to lie. I'm a little surprised at the, how the breakdown worked out, that Ocean's Eleven's remake at 33 edged out both Vegas Vacation and The Hangover at 31. Yet the fact that those two are tied together, also kind of an interesting outcome. Yeah. Well, Unfortunately, it makes off. me sad that people I mean, think that Vegas Vacation is a lesser than it should be movie, because I fucking love it, and I will quote that movie all Day How is it long. lesser than it should be? It's 31%, well, man. And that's, that's going to be my point, Tony. The top three are all within 2%. Yeah. 33 and then two at 31. Th- that is a slim margin to Hardcore, win anything. Yeah. But I, I agree. I think the three of those are the classic. Oh, absolutely. Must see. And, and to be fair. For the different re- reasons. The reason why I didn't put Casino in there is I don't feel that Casino features Vegas as much as I would like it to, or at least the, the incarnation, because it's kind of in a fake Vegas in that case. Now, we all know what it is. But, like, if you haven't seen Viva Las Vegas, I cannot encourage you enough, if only for the title sequence, because it is fucking stunning. It's old school Fremont Street. It's old school strip. It's it's fucking Fremont Street before the plaza existed. It is amazing. It's gorgeous. Yeah, and I will say this. The movie is funny. It's good. It is a really good movie. And Margaret is... Gorgeous. Fucking hot. Oh, good lord, she's hot. I mean, her and Elvis were like, these two people should be fucking. I mean, this, yeah. this, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. there's, there's, is there campy parts in it? Yes. Well, yeah. But it's a movie it, from no, the 60s. it's a great, it is a great movie. It's fun. I yeah. mean, it's a fun movie. So, okay. Really All right. You know what? Done. Ordering that movie up on DVD on Amazon. I just, I'm going to make it a part I don't think of you'll the regret library. It. I really don't. I really don't think you'll regret it. Oh, and the the song uh, "The Lady Loves Me," the back good, and forth with Elvis and Ann Margaret is hilarious. Good song, yeah, agreed. Cool, especially I, this I, guy, well, show tunes guy. I know. He's gonna fucking love this. And shit. And honestly, Tony, that song "The Lady Loves Me," I could see you doing <laughs> you, it. You and Jen role playing that one back and forth. Fucking karaoke. So that I would fucking. Plan. <laughs> that would be funny. I would set karaoke. that shit up. Oh hell, I would. Do All right, Christina, karaoke. you heard the throwdown. You get the DVD. <laughs> if I don't know that anybody has that song on a karaoke machine. Yeah, I'm 360 Vegas. I'm sure I could pull this off. All Sounds right. like a challenge to me. <laughs> I can't get a fucking property to, to just commit to the shit that well, they fucking say. But you can't get a karaoke. property to email you back, let alone. Yeah, yeah. yeah right. So. 
Well, listen, guys, I think that's going to do it then for episode 223. Thank you all for listening and downloading. We really do appreciate it. If you'd like to check out any of the stories on today's show, you can do so on the blog, which is 360vegaspodcast.com. You can support the show via purchasing things from our affiliates, such as Amazon, Caesars Entertainment, tickets.accessvegas.com, or Earth Limos. We just appreciate even PayPal donations. You can buy merchandise from our store, which is zazzle.com slash 360vegas. We, of course, do get a cut of those profits. Or you can help others find the show by reviewing us on iTunes iTunes. If you'd like to send feedback, written or audio, you can do so at 360vegaspodcast at gmail.com. Oh, he was struggling getting through the end of that. Was, you did a good was. job, though, man. Super I, duper, but thank you. I, I was concerned that you were going to lose it in a couple spots, but you did a very good job. It'll be interesting to see if I'm allowed back in next week's podcast. Yeah, somehow yeah, I don't think that, that's yeah, a problem. Yeah, really, yeah, I think you're going to be fine. <laughs> Tony, where can people find you? I am at 360Vegas Tony. Karen? I'm at Karen Mark. Those of you interested, my original co-host and I, uh, he is a gamer for the longest time, and he is going to do something that apparently is popular on Twitch, which is play a video game, and we will try and amuse each other at the same time. So that's going to be next Thursday at 8.30 Central, 9.30 Eastern at Twitch. Uh, We've already tweeted the the details out there. I think it's going to be fun. It's really just me and Brian hanging out, making fun of each other while he plays a video game and makes fun of the video game. I I don't understand. Karen doesn't get it, but, you know, we're... I don't understand, boys. You're silly. (laughs) Well, see, there... (laughs) Just for for funsies, the exact date on that. Do you know offhand? Yeah, it's next Thursday. March... March second, March first, Fe- February. We're still in February. No, no, no. February ends, I think, on a Wednesday. Yeah, but not next week. Not, yeah, not. not, not <laughs> oh, yeah. right. So that would be uh, that would be Thursday the twenty third, my friend. Got it. Yeah, it's basically going to be like the live show, except instead of us talking about Vegas, Brian's going to be playing a video game. It's kind of kind of what it boils down to. So you're going to be watching Brian play a video game. It is insanely popular. What? I've looked at okay. this. There are people with millions of followers. It's ridiculous. Oh I know. I don't get bored. What are you going to do? You're stupid. Yeah. Well, he told you. <laughs> he told you, and yet somehow you let me have sex with you. So how dumb does that make I'm, you? I'm married. It's a contractual agreement. Whatever. I got you Turn way before that. Okay, things have devolved since then. <laughs> Whoa. Well, right that was now. all. She, she knew. Yeah, she knew that was happening. It's a two-way street. But it's. <laughs> oh. oh, got oh. you right back. All right, she told you where you can find us. I need to get in trouble. So uh, we'll <laughs> see you next week. Yeah.